Welcome everyone to Two Guys to the Dark Tower Came, a podcast where we discuss the characters, connections, and deeper meanings of Stephen King's magnum opus, The Dark Tower. I'm Jay Russo. And I'm Sean McGurr. You can find more information about our podcast at twoguystothedarktowercame.com. You can also email us at twoguysdarktower at gmail.com. In this bonus episode, we'll discuss the new Dark Tower trailer. Let's start the show. After months of waiting, here it is, Jay. The new Dark Tower trailer. This will be a movie coming out August 4th, 2017, starring Idris Elba as Roland, our gunslinger, Matthew McConaughey as the man in black, and Tom Taylor as Jake Chambers. And you and I have just watched the trailer that was released, and we're going to give a little bit of thought on it in this special bonus episode. I was excited to see right at the very beginning a trailer for the trailer that we were just about to see as they showed about 15 seconds of, hey, here comes the trailer for the Dark Tower trailer that you're just about to watch in 15 seconds. So that was how we started off this trailer. But that's not where our thoughts end on this. It would have been nice to see a teaser, I guess, if you're going to put a teaser for a trailer, maybe, I don't know, a month ago, two months ago, six months ago. Yeah. Getting it 15 seconds before we watch the actual trailer, I guess that'll have to do. It built up excitement. I guess it worked a little bit. The Sony marketing machine in action. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to give sort of my overall initial thoughts on the trailer. And then, Jay, you're more than welcome to chime in and give yours. Um, My first thoughts were, wow, this looks like a movie of some sort that may be related to the Dark Tower in some way. But having only read... The first two books, there's a lot in there that is yet to be familiar to me, and maybe it'll be revealed in later books, but they seem to be packing a lot in this first initial two-hour movie. Yeah, um, because you haven't read beyond the beginning of book three, you definitely wouldn't recognize some of the things that are alluded to in the, the trailer, but anybody who's read all the way through the entire Dark Tower series would probably recognize a few settings and a few characters and maybe a few types of things that are going on. So I would say it looks to me at a glance that there's a lot of content, obviously, from the first book in the series, The Gunslinger, but I see a lot of book three and a lot of book five going okay. in the trailer. That means that for our our constant listeners who are going along at the pace of our show and they, and they don't know what comes beyond book three at this point, because that's where we are with our podcast. In some ways, this movie might be a spoiler for the rest of the series. Then again, it might be just drawing some inspiration from it, and uh, maybe it won't kind of ruin the story. We'll have to see how that goes. But this is an interesting approach. It's not an adaptation of one book in the series and say, let's come back for the sequels and continue the story. This kind of feels like, let's draw elements from an entire series of books into a single movie. Yes. And there is still talk even this week of the potential for a Dark Tower television show that would eventually come somewhere after this movie. So I'm not sure what Sony's long-term plans are, if the route is release the movie, then go to the TV show, or if it's release Mm -hmm. the movie, have a supplementary TV show and more movies. I think a lot of it depends on probably the success of of this movie, obviously. Uh, But it'll be interesting to see what what direction they want to go in if this is a success. So the other thing there is I think Nikolai Arcel, who's the director, had said previously that this, to your point, not only is this an adaptation of pieces of the book, but even more of a continuation of the series itself. 
so that so there may be like some com- entirely new storylines and characters and who knows um, now there also seem to be some pieces in the trailer that even with my knowledge of the books thus far seem to be different the fact that we seem at the beginning of this trailer to focus mostly on Jake and this seems to be Jake's journey from our world into Roland's world and his discovery of the gunslinger I know from my reading of book one, that's really not the case. Um, There also seems to be some earthquakes happening in his world that are causing some strange things happening. Um, Those two pieces seemed a little out of place to me. Yeah, they they seem to be a little bit... It seems like the movie is taking the more conventional approach of making Jake the audience surrogate and letting him guide us to and help us understand Roland and Roland's world. And that makes sense, but it's definitely not the way the gunslinger was constructed. And uh, so that that does make it feel like a, a major departure in how these books function and who the real main characters are. Jake is certainly an important character in the beginning of the, the story, but he's also not in the story, you know, by the end of book one. Right. So, so I wouldn't call him a, you know, that important of a character, at least towards the beginning of of the the dark tower series so as far as like the earthquakes yeah it seems like whatever might whatever bad things might be happening to the tower that we see hints of in the trailer those bad things are what is causing these earthquakes and in the books the tower is starting to have problems and that's what roland is hoping to fight back against but the repercussions of the tower and what might be happening to it are more subtle and they cause things like Roland's world to move on and it warps the passage of time and the passage of distance and compass directions as we've talked about at great length in our <laughs> other episodes. But it doesn't like cause an immediate earthquake like that. It's not so obvious. And there's certainly not that there those impacts don't seem to be so apparent in Jake's world right. or our world if that is the same place. So I think, again, they're going for a more visual thing, like instead of like describing some sort of like thin place that you can pass from one world to the next, it's like, let's just make the whole city shake and scare everybody. It's a metaphor, man. Yeah, it's kind of a ham-fisted metaphor. It's the typical, we have to raise the stakes in every Hollywood movie so that the destruction of Earth is always the case if the bad guy's not defeated, so. Yeah. Um. Overall, though, there were some things that I did like. I thought um, Idris Elba as Roland the Gunslinger looks the part, seems pretty cool. Um, yeah. Him reciting the Gunslinger's creed there at the end, and as he takes that wild shot, was, uh, was pretty cool and nifty. Mm-hmm. Um, he reloads his guns in three different ways with some CGI, <laughs> CGI help, but uh, throwing the bullets in the air and pulling his gun through it, he rides his gun along the gun belt to load it and then just sort of pours the bullets in at a, a third time. So, uh, yeah, as nonsensical as all of those things are, <laughs> I still thought they were cool. So it is, I, if that's what's happening in the movie, I'll watch it just for that. I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm a McConaughey fan to some extent. I'm not sure if the man in black is the part he was born to play, but he looks like he's going to be eating up some scenery here. Uh, I did say when we read The Gunslinger that um, the one thing I liked about the the man in black characterization is he seems to be some sort of trickster and 
Yeah. And to that extent, McConaughey fits that. I, seeing it on screen, though, I, I think it's always hard to play a, a a jokey bad guy. And I, I in this little bit of the trailer, it's hard to tell if that's going to work or not. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have any humor or mirth to his to his facial expressions. He seems to be ominous and menacing and angry in the trailer. That might it might expand to a more nuanced portrayal in the, the larger movie, but in this, it just seems like I'm a bad guy and you're going to have to deal with me. You know? yes. And it's like, okay, that's not really the trickster tittering, you know, manipulator that yes. the man in black is. And there's also that, that short scene of them, like just battling it out, like, you know, just having a, an all out brawl and shootout and, using magic against each other and stuff like that. Like in one, in one scene, they never actually physically confront each other in the book. No. Like, so this seems like a really big departure. And I don't know if that's good or if that just supposedly makes for better movies. Um, you know, it's a visual medium, so let's give you something visual to enjoy. But I like the fact that Roland spent an entire book chasing this character. And when he finally catches him, it's not a knockdown, drag out confrontation. It's a, all right, let's talk. Yep. Because that's what this is really about. It's about, you know, you caught me, you earned that, so I'll share my information. And then, you know, they could have then had a knockout, drag out thing, but <laughs> that wasn't it. the way it's supposed to go. No. Uh, I will say I was a little disappointed not to see any sign of Eddie or Odetta, Detta, Susanna. Yeah. Um, here at all um we do look like we get a little bit of the roland fish out of water in new york city there's a sort of a spinning Times square shot of uh idris elba looking overwhelmed yeah. by the city but um a little bit of a cliche but then again it is in new york so it's like daryl hannah in splash look at all these lights yeah. and craziness um the other sort of we you know i think one thing that people were concerned about is this balance between how do we introduce a beloved series to a bunch of readers who may have heard of Stephen King but have no concept of the Dark Tower, but then also how do we please the fans of the Dark Tower who are a very knowledgeable, well-read bunch who've, you know, committed years to this series. Um right. and, you know, whether or not they'll be happy or not. I did see that in an attempt to sort of maybe do a little bit of fan servicing there was an early reference to The Shining, it looks like, in the yep. uh, psychiatrist's office. There seems to be a picture of the hotel. They and overlook, then, yeah. And then later on, there's a reference to it with the Pennywise. It looks like a, a rundown yeah, um, like an amusement, amusement park, park ride, and it says Pennywise. It, yeah. it says Pennywise, and there's a, a clown's hand emerging from the ground ominously like a... <laughs> Like a zombie digging itself out of a grave, or like holding Carrie, a bunch of holding a bunch of balloons. Yeah, or like Carrie yeah. coming out of the grave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, hopefully this won't be. Hey, they're walking around New York City, and there's a 57 Plymouth Fury driving by. Oh, well, why not? <laughs> Jake has a dog, a big Saint Bernard that he loves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll see we'll see how this goes. I mean, what else do you want to say about it? I think that you know, I had not watched there had been a previously released trailer late in 2016 that I think had a bunch of unfinished 
special effects and the overall impression that I had heard from people who watched it was, oh my God, this looks horrible. Yeah, I did watch and it was, oh my God, horrible. And thinking back on it, I think there were there was the scene when Jake is looking at the wall of drawings. There was the scene when he's in the psychiatrist's office and the scene when Jake was looking through one of those magic portals that appear. Okay. Those are the only things that had anything in common with what was in the real trailer. Okay. And there was obviously none of the finished special effects, none of the music, and you could barely hear any of the dialogue that was in the scene. So it definitely gave the movie a bad you know, look and feel. Not just because it was unfinished, but because it just didn't make any sense. It was mm. just like random images, which was probably just cobbled together by some bootlegger or group of bootleggers that uh, right. you know found some footage here and there and just jammed it together into two minutes and said, hey, look, it's the trailer. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, I will say that this, you know, so I had this bar sort of set low for me. I mean, I'm going to go see this opening weekend. It looks decent enough to me. It does look like perhaps maybe this was that this looks like a somewhat typical Hollywood action movie with almost the Dark Tower skin laid over it as opposed to mm. a Dark Tower movie. But I will give it the benefit of the doubt and try to read through book five by the time the movie opens. So if there are any spoilers in it, I'm somewhat caught up. Yeah. I mean, we try not to spend too much time comparing the Dark Tower to Game of Thrones series. But I think one of the things that's great about the Song of Ice and Fire books is that George R. R. Martin turns genre and convention on its head often mm. and regularly, and it makes you come to that that content, you know, with fresh eyes. It forces you to do that, and I think King did that to a large extent as well. He took genres and blended them in, in ways that, like, I'd never seen before, I'd never encountered before, and I think that that's true for most of the the fans of these series is that we we hadn't really seen. Western plus sci-fi plus fantasy plus horror right. all in one bunch of books. And King makes it work very well. So I would hope that the movie would carry some of that forward and be atypical, you know, sort of surprise us in how it handles convention and how it handles genre and how it handles cliche. And um, unfortunately, the trailer makes it look like it kind of skews more towards the, the everyday. Yeah. Than than I'd like. And I understand the movie distribution company has tickets to sell, so they've got to make it as appealing as possible to the wide amount of audience. So Yeah, I mean it is Sony Pictures. They'll probably just reboot it every two years like they did with Spider Man until Marvel takes over. Oh <laughs> Zing. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, we would love to hear back from our listeners to hear what they think of the trailer and uh, the movie. Feel free to email us, tweet us get to us on Facebook because, you know, we're excited to hear from others. So I think that that is all for this episode of Two Guys to the Dark Tower Came. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. Links to all of our contact information is available in the show notes. We'll also have a link to the trailer if somehow you've made it all the way through this without actually watching it. (laughs) You can email us at twoguysdarktower at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash twoguysdarktower. And our Twitter handle is at twoguysdarktower. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes, or as it's known now, Apple Podcasts. So, for Jay Russo, I'm Sean McGurr. Thanks for listening. 